I'm Bucky. I'm Izzy. And this is Under Deconstruction. So we've all probably asked ourselves at some point in time, probably a lot, if you're anything like me, what is your authentic self? What does that mean? How do you live it in your life in different contexts? And sometimes it can feel a little disjointed um, because we have so many different environments that we're in every day, right? With our friends, with our family, coworkers, uh, strangers, and the kind of faces we present to people can sometimes be very different from one another. And yet there's still something central that is perhaps the, the best way that we can conceptualize a self. And we've talked a little bit about, I think, the self before, but, but what I'm really concerned about today is the idea of living authentically, truthfully, however you want to phrase it, in your life. And are there any sort of, I think there are, social limits to, to how much you can express that? And do we want to challenge those? Do we not? It kind of depends. So that's where we're kind of starting today. But I mean, I guess I'd want to ask you too, how do you, Bucky, consider your authentic self or living authentically? What does that mean to you in a day-to-day life? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, again, I, this is probably my one of my favorite topics that we're going to be delving into here. But uh, I think the concept of the authentic self and what that is, is a very deep, deep question that uh, can often be overlooked and kind of skimmed by and not even really addressed when people are in everybody's kind of daily life. Uh, it's difficult to kind of sit down with yourself and think about, am I being who I truly am uh, or who I truly want to be? How many masks am I putting on uh, on a daily basis for different situations, whether it's a mask at work, a mask at home, a mask for this group of friends, a mask for that group of friends. These are all, um, when you actually sit down and look at these things, can be somewhat uh, scary to realize, wow, I'm a, I'm an actor. <laughs> right. I'm more of an actor than I am really a, a, a person. And the performance of self. Exactly. Yeah. And so... It's very easy to get caught up in the drama of life and become an actor, uh, your own multiple actor, (laughs) where you're, you know, you're, you're essentially method acting several different characters for different people. And you're holding back certain truths in certain situations and you're expressing it in different ways and other when you're around different people. But for me, this has been a lifelong journey. Um... I, I mean, it's hard to say when, but I think you're, when you're, it's just normal that when you're, uh, adolescent or when you're growing up, you just learn these things or you learn how to put on different masks just as a defense mechanism almost, or almost as a, a form of just evolving yourself. And I know, I mean, you have a background in sociology, so this is, uh, very much in your wheelhouse and you probably understand it to a lot deeper level than I do. But for my limited understanding of it and my own perspective and how I've addressed it throughout my life, I, it's been a definite conscientious process of slowly homogenizing all of these various 
people that I was into one coherent Bucky. And that takes a lot of sacrifice. At least it did for me. And Megan's like, sometimes you're going to lose friends because, you know, they're going to realize, oh, you're not the person I thought you were. And that's absolutely true. <laughs> you're not the person that some people think you are because you're putting on a mask a lot of times to make those people feel good. You don't want to hurt people. And it's not like it's a bad thing. Like, I mean, it, I, I don't want to say either way, but it's you're doing it from a place of love most of the time. It's you want everybody to like you. You want everybody to be happy. You don't want to to like say no to things sometimes that aren't you. You don't want to express the truth if you know that that's going to hurt somebody or it's not going to be what somebody wants to hear. It's a lot easier to be the person that people want you to be and then be the person that you want to be or who you actually are, you know? So, I mean, there's countless scenarios throughout life that I think everybody can think of in their lives of where they've maybe not told a like a straight up lie but they've left some information out or you know uh disguised certain feelings or whatever it may be in order to uh make people or make your friends happy or make coworkers not you know think of you in certain ways you know things like that but anyways i i want to throw back to you and see what you have to say in terms of that how is that affected you in your life how do you think this applies to our listeners here yeah yeah Yeah, i think um i think maybe the reason that this even came to mind right now at all is because of the holidays approaching which is like that time where if you're you know returning home to a place you haven't been in a while and you're having to reckon with who your family (laughs) still thinks you are despite how you change friends you might see who you haven't seen in a long time you know and then whatever you've sort of constructed yourself to be in your own independent uh phase of life and it's all being pushed together all of a sudden and i think a lot of people feel a little uh stressed during this time probably because we do all have to sort of reckon with the different uh sort of our progression of self over time and and wanting to prove that maybe you weren't like you were before or wanting to show that how you change you know, but people trying to pull you back into what they wanted you to be or expected you to be this whole time. And that's that's probably sort of the core of the problem that I have um, when I'm trying to figure out how to live authentically every day is because there are so many things about myself and about my choices and my beliefs that only feel palatable to certain people. So with friends and people who I meet I'm trying to make friends with I've taken the policy of what I want my policy to be all across the board in the future which is you're gonna know everything about me and you can take it or leave it because I feel better knowing that I'm doing that up front because if I don't do that in a lot of situations I get put in these contexts where someone might make a comment about Muslims or people might make a comment about you know uh adoption or something that has affected me in my life and my personal belief system because they don't think I belong to that group or have that experience and they'll say something and then I'll be suddenly realizing oh they don't know that about me and so rather than or you know sexuality or whatever it may be like I want to be candid with people 
at this point in my life and onward, no matter what, because if you don't know these things about me, then you might um, approach me in a way that is going to sho- like shove me back into that corner of always playing defense and always looking for what do they want to hear? What do they want to hear? You know, and not thinking about what do I want to say? And so it's easy for me to do that with friends and with people my age and new people that I meet because there's less consequences. If somebody doesn't like it for some reason, we just don't have to talk anymore. It's easy, you know, and if we do get along and they do accept me for who I am, they'll be more open with me. And this is how I've made a lot of really great friends really quickly in the last couple of years is because I came into situations showing this is what I like to talk about. This is what I care about. This is who I am. What do you think? And it works. Um, I filtered out people I don't think I can connect with. And then I found people that I really can. That where the problem lies for me is in the other environments, particularly in which I grew up, I was not then any of the things that I am now whether it's my choice of religion or my sexuality or my political beliefs or I mean coming to terms with my racial identity like there are things about me that don't that aren't cohesive with the place from which I came which I think is true of a lot of us it's just what happens right when you leave and you do your own thing you become someone different and hopefully that's palatable to people but it's not always and that's where my hang-ups are is I want to be open and the other thing is too, sometimes you want to be candid and open with people because it's it's actually, it actually protects you in some ways, right? Like you might think of someone you know, maybe a family member or an old friend who isn't really um, very nice to you. Like they might, there are people who are really, you know, unfortunately manipulative, um, abusive, you know, there are shitty people everywhere. And sometimes they're in your family, they're in your friend group from a long time ago or something, and you don't have to put up with that anymore. So it's like a chance being candid, although it doesn't feel like self-protection, it feels like vulnerability. It can actually be a way to protect yourself from those things and from the people that might be not making you a better person, right? So it, it can be a good thing, but it's a scary thing. And there are also a lot of contexts where If you ask anyone, pretty much, they'll say, society says you can't do that here. For example, a workplace setting. You know, you can't just spout on about your politics. You can't just, you know, call someone out for, um, you know, saying something that's uh, excluding other voices in the group. You can't say, hey, that was rude the way you just treated someone, and I don't think that's okay. And you you can't be open because it's supposed to be a polite environment where you don't disturb anyone and if they're not doing their job right or they're not being kind to people you have to just let it happen and just sit there and maybe say a report to like HR or something and that structure and that um, pressure to conform to what everyone else is saying what everyone else thinks I hate so much and I don't know how to escape it because there there's a lot of social necessity to keep your mouth shut in a lot of scenarios um, so you don't offend people or bother people and I don't know where the line is for that. Um, so that's where I feel like those are the two places that I'm struggling to complete that full, like authentic self across all contexts type of lifestyle. Um, but I don't know. Are there limits? Should there maybe be some limits on how you can talk to people or what you can talk about? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if I can answer that question right now, but I <laughs> yeah. think there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, nuggets in there, what you just said that are really, really awesome. But I mean, I can even just think of something even with this podcast, like, I mean, like it's, it's a lot, 
not as deep as some of the topics that you were just talking or some of the areas you were just talking about but even like with the with me swearing <laughs> like that's just another yeah. that's like a very small example right yeah absolutely um my authentic self is somebody who probably swears <laughs> to yeah. if i'm being really honest and i've made a commitment to try not to swear and i mean that is again a very minimal type of a example but it is an example it's like I view this podcast, like I, I care about the people that are listening to this podcast. I care about all of you guys that are listening. Um, and I know some people don't appreciate, uh, you know, vulgar language or they take issue with it. And so that's an example of me making a sacrifice or putting on some type of a mask where I'm not necessarily being my absolute truthful self. But in the same vein with that, just I, that very small example in particular, I also don't want to be somebody who swear like it, th this is coming from a place of review of my own self. So mm -hmm. after, you know, listening to my, the first few podcasts that we made and hearing how much I swore in it and actually listening to it as a listener, as you guys are listening, I, I was kind of like, it wasn't necessarily gross, but it was just like, man, you're better than that. Like you can come up with way more creative words to use. Like there's a, a lot better things that you could replace those words with. And so, I mean, it was, again, actually coming from a place of me wanting to be a little bit more authentic, mm -hmm. even if that means, you know, putting a little bit of, or like changing yourself, like you're allowed to change, you know, like yeah, yeah, your absolutely. authentic self isn't this stagnant, like thing. It is a I constantly mean, morphing thing that you have to be always open to and you know what, some people are going to like a certain version of your authentic self. And right. then if that changes, if you change into a different person, that is still your truly authentic self, like, you're probably going to lose some friends that aren't in, you know, in harmony with that new right, authentic exactly. self, yeah. you know, but I also want to touch base, or I want to touch back on a few things you said, in terms of the vulnerability aspect in, yeah, it is very vulnerable, vulnerable to be your authentic self in a, in a very, large and like a hundred percent type of a way but that also brings ultimate freedom and ultimate strength because all those people that you're trying to put a mask on for they don't have to like they're not with you a hundred percent of the time the only person that's with you a hundred percent of the time is yourself so unless you if you can be your authentic self then you will the amount of anxiety stress and just all the, a lot of the negative aspects of even just psychology will go away because You'll lay at bed in or at night. Every night you'll go to bed with a completely clear conscious. Yeah, you might have burned a few bridges. Yeah, you might have said you know the wrong thing in a certain place at a certain time. You have to like, it's not to excuse yourself of making mistakes, but it is realizing today I was truly who I am, and you know that's I did the best I could do today. And you know if that wasn't okay with some people. The other beauty of it is it acts like a filtration system, which is like you just have to be very, very open to the change that it'll bring, because what it truly will bring is happiness for yourself. That mm -hmm. is the main thing that authentic, like being your authentic self does. Is it makes mm -hmm. you be able to live with yourself and be a happy person in your own body, in your own skin, in your own wherever you're proud to be you instead of, you know, not proud to be you right, know, instead right. of being like I because when you go to bed at night and you think of the time where you sacrificed a part of yourself to make somebody else happy in a way that isn't a, something that you wanted to do right. but you did it as like a like I don't want this situation to get 
like go in this direction or I want to keep this friend hanging on to this like fake version of myself. When you have to go to bed at night with a fake version of yourself lingering in your mind, that's that's the cause of like mental corruption. Right. <laughs> that's the thing that'll eat like that's a little worm in an apple. Like mm-hmm. it's a little eat its way to the core of your mind and you'll just be like uh, just upset, you know? Yeah. And so I mean, again, it's a lot easier said than done. Right. <laughs> but the goal should be to try to be your authentic self in as many places as possible. And I still for I don't know what the answer is in terms of like workplace environments. I still think like in a in a social setting, it's very difficult or like in a, in a sorry, in a work setting, it's very difficult to be your authentic self because it's literally requiring you to be a different person like a lot of the times when you're at work especially Mm -hmm. with like some of the work i've done in the past like if you're in customer service or anything like that like you're living a fake (laughs) yeah of course you're being an actor but there's also a way to be that like that fake self that is like also still authentically you in a certain type of a way i don't know if that makes sense no it does well and i wonder if like i'm trying to think of a concrete example of how that could work and I think I think what frustrates me is so when you're at work and you're dealing with customers or clients or whatever you're doing obviously that's a different context they don't you're not their they're friend they don't need to know about you it's yeah. not a big deal but when you're with your coworkers and there's like a rapport and people mm, are talking and there's yeah. a, a culture and like a group where people are starting to um, be some version of who they are to the group to bond that's where I get a little frustrated because I tend I've I found that um, in certain workplaces some people's sort of selves and choices and worldview gets prioritized and everyone they get to express it but then mm. when someone retaliates or yes. says no I disagree or just is different than them that gets punished or you know they get whether it's socially punished because nobody likes them anymore for speaking out or they get reprimanded you know but there's still there's a lot of assumptions our society still makes about what's like normal and okay to be and express and then what's not what's too far right and unfortunately you know in our society we tend to prioritize um i mean i keep dancing around and saying certain people this that but but the majority like people tend to look at um if you are a white man and you're speaking and I'm not this is not an accusation like we should be able to we should all be smart enough to talk candidly about this and not take offense um and because that's the norm right who we hear every day on the radio on tv in movies who's talking who's doing all the talking we're all putting our voices in but certain ones are more common and so it's just a lot of times I found um as a woman of color in a workplace um people like the the white men I work with who are kind to me and we're friends but they're they're allowed to bring their opinions and their brashness and their whole personality to the table and in with in conversation with me in conversation with others and I I allow it because everyone should be able to express themselves but then when I see other people like me trying to say hey wait I understand that you are you know, for example really brash with the way you talk but hey that wasn't okay what you said because it created a uh, conflict and um, it hurt, it upset people. Like it hurt the group's morale, the way that you treated someone or said something. But instead of them being asked to rein it in, it's the other way around. And that's where I get frustrated because I don't want 
to have to, I don't want to feel like in, in a lot of environments I'm reining myself in because I'm in the minority because I'm reining in my religious beliefs because everyone else is Christian and I don't want to offend them with my strange beliefs or you know everyone around me is like or maybe maybe you're someone who everyone around you is college educated and it, it, it makes you feel isolated because you have a different life experience but you can't express it because there's this majority view being sort of treated as the norm and so some people are living their truths more easily than others and that's where i sort of start to have a problem which is what makes me feel rebellious about this is like if you get to live your whole identity and you get to talk to people however you like and say whatever you want and have your own beliefs cool but i want to be able to do the same and whatever that means for the dynamic whatever that means with who ends up being friends in a workplace or out of a workplace doesn't really matter we'll all find our place in the world but it's important that we all have the opportunity to live our authentic selves. And that does mean that I might encounter people who I think they're angry and it doesn't seem justified or they're too, you know, they don't care about that. And I do. And, and it doesn't matter. That's that's where I get a little like uh, thinking more broadly about everyone is I think we have to accept that just the same way that we know not everyone will accept our authentic selves. There are going to be other people living their authentic lives and we might not click with them and that's okay you don't have to tell them how to live you don't have to because you don't want anyone to tell you how to live you know and obviously we should all be trying to te to show teach by demonstration being kind being open-minded all these great things but not everyone's gonna do it and so i just want to be able to live my life um fully and part of that means being able to be open, maybe I don't have to throw it at everyone every time I meet them, but being open to, hey, this is who I am, this is what I'm about. Um, and I think that modeling that will help other people see, oh, I can do that too. You know, I don't have to pretend because she said what she thought in this group setting and I felt like I had to be quiet, but now that she spoke up, I feel like I can and say, you know, I disagree or whatever. And that's the kind of, um, that's the kind of environment I want to live in where people can can stop pretending as much as possible so that we can start to see each other. Because I think when you see each other fully, you can better understand each other fully. At the same time, I can see how that could get really complicated with everybody um, expressing themselves in every context, you know, at a causing a disruption at a work thing or being, you know, at the di like at the dinner table during the holiday season, you might get in a fight with someone about something. And that's not, that doesn't sound fun. And so I understand that there's limits to that in your mind, possibly the way there are in my mind. But I just wonder if it's worth it to go out on a limb. I think it is. And if someone doesn't like it and they shut it down, then okay, move on because they're not the only person in the world. It's okay. So yeah. maybe it's a challenge to be more rebellious with your authenticity. Maybe that's what I'm trying to get at. Um, well, I think it's just, it's just, if I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just unfair, really. What it is, is it's unfair to the people that are in whatever, not even of a, like, uh, whatever type of a minority. It doesn't even have to be, like, racial or anything. Sure, but yeah. if you're in a minority, or... if you're in a minority position, it is unfair to you because you, your voice is being unfairly like cast out you're like a, a leper like you're being right. s like shunned out of the of the society or out of the group or out of whatever you're you're um you're not wanted and unfortunately i think 
the people who don't want you are going to have to start to learn, <laughs> you know, they're going to have to start to learn that that is their opinion is fine, but guess what? It doesn't matter anymore. You're going to keep being yeah, who you, you are. Yeah, you have to be who you are and you have to, I think what you, you're saying though is very astute also though, if you like, if everybody's going out and doing this, you know, that's also another kind of a downfall to it. But I think it, there's a tact to it. It's a, almost like, right. a, it's almost like an art form. It's like a, it's like almost like a military art, right? It's like you don't want to be the pers- the warring group that just goes out and just kills and marauds. And, you know, if you become Rome, you're going to overextend yourself and then Rome falls, you mm-hmm. know? Or, like, there, there's a tact to when when to attack, there when to defend, when to be neutral, mm-hmm. when. And so it's all about honing that craft, honing that art. And I think for people who are in a minority position, it is a lot more the it, it like you definitely should be more on the aggressive end of the thing than it should be on the passive end of the thing and i think for the people who are in the majority you should be more on the p- passive side of things and less on the aggressive side of things mm-hmm. because it it's just it's part of the, even the definition of minority and majority like right. if you're in the majority we get it bro chill yeah. like we get like we, know. we understand 15 other people have said the exact same thing right. but guess what there's one unique person over here who actually has something different to say something awesome to bring to the table have an open mind be conscientious be aware that you know sometimes that singular like outlier is the thing that is necessary to bring Mm -hmm. the whole thing together into a working harmony. And so unfortunately it requires a high degree and level of awareness, open-mindedness and conscientiousness on the parts of all people. And I mean, for me is why I think this podcast that you and I do and all the people that are listening to it, I like, I love all of you guys, but I mean, I think what we're trying to do here is bring that awareness up, allow Mm -hmm. people like, Everybody, by just talking about this, we're allowing people to understand when they're in an environment like this, if you're in a majority position, yes, you might have a burning point to make. Yes, you might like think you need to say something or you're absolutely right or, you know, I mean, just look at our politics. You know, it's like very much every day you can look at it there. And so sometimes if you like you got to (laughs) realize Like, yeah, yeah, you have to be open to the other side of things. And people who aren't, I think, bring this back to the authentic self aspect. It's like, if you are in the minority, you're, the demand for you to be your, your authentic self is even higher. And you mm-hmm. should be, it's also a lot harder. And it's right. also a lot more vulnerable. And you have to be strong. Yes. <laughs> you know, you have to be like super strong right. to be that person. And but what you said is very on point also that it's the hundredth monkey or like the there's like a video on YouTube where there's everybody's sitting down at like a music festival and there's like somebody like there's a band playing on the stage and they're like jamming out and rocking really hard but everybody's sitting down no one's really dancing and then you just see this one person stand up and they just start they don't care at all they just start doing the craziest dance you could ever witness. Like, it's not even really a dance. They're just going crazy. Like, they're Mm -hmm. just having the best time ever. And they couldn't care. Like, most people in that situation would never stand up and be the only person dancing in a group of 10,000 people sitting down on a grass field. And, like, not only is he standing up and dancing, he's, like, dancing the craziest possible way possible. You know? And so, and then what do you know? Another person sees that person. They're like, 
that guy is awesome. Like, I'm going to go dance with them. And then you see another one well, other person stand up and they go dance with them. And then see like three more people stand up and dance. And then by the end of the video, literally everybody's standing up and dancing. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's, it's in nature too. It's like how a wave is formed, you know, yep. it's like the begin a wave starts with like an impulse from one little part of the ocean. And then it spreads into a massive wave that eventually crashes into the beach, you know? So this is all like, it's all, it's hard to be the first person. It's hard to be right. the minority. It's very hard and it's not fair. It's not fair. Right. <laughs> Period. But it's, it's not so fair. right. But it's so important that we do, be, because I think I mean I think that's part of why I want to have any kind of a platform at all in, you know, in writing or in this podcast. Like, if if I don't step up and show the people around me that someone like me can do this, can write, can create these things, then who's gonna how is anyone going to know like what we're up to? Cause people are doing all kinds of really cool things all the time who are in the minority, wherever they are to the point where sometimes people's lives are at stake, but they do it anyway. And they stand by what they, who they are and what they want to do. And we all have a right to do that. And so I commend anyone who's taking a risk that way. And I, I tried, I, I hope one day I can do that. I hope tomorrow I can do that. You know, I hope every day I can try to, uh, be that person because actually sometimes you stand up and start crazy dancing and you look over and actually there were three other people doing it over yeah. in the corner too yeah. or at a different stage and yeah. you're like wait you guys too and then all of a sudden you realize that you're each in your own spaces but you're all representing that that vulnerability and that bravery to stand up and then more people will want to follow in your footsteps and that's like a perfect metaphor because that's what I think of is anytime I model something really cool that I do and I put it out in the world in the future and now whatever I'm also standing for who I am and, and what um, types of things I've been sort of encouraged to put away and not talk about and putting them out there with it so it's like if you like what I did if you like what I created you also have to know who did it sorry my phone is dinging um, and you also have to know who made it and what I'm about. And that's super cool because there's not always um, a lot of uh, people like me or people like you or, you know, whatever you're doing and saying in the world. Um, people want to hear it and people want to know who it came from because we like to, we want to know about people. I mean, that's the whole point of this, right? Is we're all just curious about what other people think and what other people are up to and what they're like. And that vulnerability is going to be valuable to the people around you, whether you realize it or not. Um, and yeah, so I guess it's just, you want to encourage people to do that. I mean, and don't you want to be an expression of yourself? Yeah. Like who wants to be an expression of somebody else? Like right. that's boring. <laughs> that's so, you don't want to be a mirror just yeah. reflecting everyone back like, that's so to That's so boring. Themselves. Like, I mean, like props to the hundredth person who also started dancing, you know, right. but like uh, that first guy and that second and third person, like they didn't care. Like they may have done that in 10 other festivals and nobody else started dancing but guess right. what like every time that they did that like they're being they didn't care they were just being themselves mm -hmm. and like that is awesome like that is that is what life is supposed to be life isn't supposed to be wandering around looking towards the external world and finding the next person that you can copy and literally being an automaton robot your entire right. life and then going into the grave like exactly. that is I can't think of, for me, <laughs> a worse possible life. I agree. And so that's why any day that you're living that autom automaton life where you're going around and copying people, and I mean, you're, you're, 
that's why you feel bad at night. <laughs> because yeah. your true self deep inside of you is like, yo, bro, or like, what are you doing? Let like, me out. I want to, come on, let's express ourselves. Like, let's, let's show the world what we've got. Like, there's a reason we're all here. Like, we're all here to be ourselves and to, like, without being apologetic about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, without being sorry about who we are. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's... With all the scrapes, bruises, scars, whatever comes along with the package, that is the that is you, and you're the only you. Like mm-hmm. you're the only ver- you're the only ver- version that can be you. There's no other person that can be you. So the like the more that you're not you, the more that you're taking your like you're not sharing your like beauty and love with the world, mm-hmm. and and so that's why I think it's imperative to just constantly remind yourself, even if it's just like a little thing in the morning, like, all right, like today, I don't really care what other people think. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out today and I'm going to try and be like the best version of myself that I can be. I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know there's going to be times where I'm not being me, but guess what? I'm going to consistently, this is an art form. It's a practice. It's a it's a study in being you. That's what life is. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's the adventure of being you, you know? Um, but yeah, maybe we're, we're hitting the, the time here for yeah. our talk, but if maybe we want to do some little closing remarks regarding maybe like, I mean, I kind of did some actionable steps, but I, I love to give all you guys, the listeners, like things that you can implement in your daily life that can help you like do these things that we're talking about. So I don't know. I'll throw it to you if you have any ideas. Yeah. I mean, I think exactly what you're saying that's it is reminding yourself at the beginning of the day or whenever um that you're going to try to live that way and try to be yourself and maybe the things you do during the day i mean one thing i know i try to work on which seems so small but it matters a lot in the way i look at myself is if someone says something and you disagree not necessarily something super complicated or like a political issue but like maybe they just mention like you know, something they like to do or something they, you know, oh, I like this band or something. You don't have to just say, like, I do this a lot. I'll just be like, oh, yeah, me too. Like, just because I don't want it to be complicated. It's okay to say, oh, I actually don't know. I didn't really like that. Or I didn't I didn't really like that show. Or I, you know, I don't really, um, I actually like this instead. Or I actually believe this instead. And then you actually start a conversation. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's just a little thing. But I know so, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like I always do that. Where I'll just agree with people just to make it easy. And try not doing that. Not because you're trying to fight, not because you're trying to start drama, but because you're just trying to show people, hey, you have the thing. I, it's not my thing, but we're still here. We can still talk. And then you're living your authentic self. You're figuring out who you are and you're standing with what you like. Like, I really respect people that can do that. Like, I talk about something just to make conversation and they're like, no, I don't actually really do that. Or I don't actually really like that. I'm like, oh, then what do you like? What do you do? And it ends up being a good thing. And I admire that ability to not just cave to whatever people like or whatever people are doing maybe you feel like there's a thing you were going to do but maybe you're thinking about it and it's only because other people wanted to do it or everyone said everyone should be doing that maybe just don't if you don't want to just don't find something else and it's just little stuff like that but when you do it and you take those little stands every day you're standing for yourself and you're standing up for your own individuality and that telling yourself it's okay it's okay that i'm not being what everyone wants me to be because you just can't pull yourself in that many directions at once. So why try, you know, and I think people will respect you for it and people, even if they don't, it doesn't matter. See, that's a trick. It's then you start being like, Oh, but then everyone will respect me for doing that. doesn't matter. The people that care will, the people that don't won't, 
but you have to just keep thinking about what are you all about and who do you want to be and the, like the inter- the interesting people in life like they're going to respect somebody who's in a disagreement with them more exactly. so than somebody who's just like yep 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 exactly like, like if some if I go I'm like oh have you seen this movie like it was so cool and they're just like oh yeah haha and they've never seen it and they're just saying that because you know I I've done that a bunch of times oh, like yeah, I used absolutely. to do that all the time but it's like it's a lot more interesting to say like oh actually no I haven't seen that movie and then the person's like oh you haven't you have to see it let me tell you like this is what it's all about yeah. like and they won't like then it becomes an interesting conversation and you you create a a little bit of parody amongst you and there's a differentiation of color if you will like. Mm-hmm. Like, if you disagree with everything, you're both going to be... If, like, you're the color blue, and then the other person just agrees with you on everything, they're also the color blue. Like, okay, blue looking at blue, this is boring. Like, the more different... Like, people need to... Being different is not bad. Yeah. (laughs) Like, being... And having different opinions, like, people who think that somebody who has a different opinion than them is in some way bad is a person completely not worth the time. Like... People who are accepting of differences and actually are, that is the cool part, is like exactly. being interested in those differences, that what makes me my authentic self in comparison to what makes you your authentic self, let's compare and contrast our similarities and differences, and then we can see the full color of mm-hmm. like each individual as an individual, rather mm-hmm. than like this monotonous, like kind of droning, <laughs> yeah, like just annoying group of people, like exactly. mob mentality yeah. people, you know, yeah. like I'd much rather have a mob of individuals yeah. <laughs> than a mob of just mo- a mob of everything. It's just one of the same type of person yeah. re- replicated a hundred times, you know? All right. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I gave you guys some actionable things, but as a last little thing here for actionable uh, things that you can take into account. I mean, this is again a daily thing. It's not something that can change overnight. And I think you can, if there's situations where you're being asked to sacrifice your authentic self uh, in favor of appeasing somebody, think really hard about that choice. And sometimes just the truth is the best choice and it's going to maybe affect people in a negative way. But sometimes that's the medicine that they need. And that's they need to realize that you're not that person. And eventually they'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> eventually they'll realize, okay, like I've asked them to do this X amount of times and or be this type of a person in relation to me and they're not doing it anymore. And they'll if they're a true friend of yours, they'll accept that mm-hmm. and they'll still love you. Yeah. But if not, then they're then it's better for both parties to move forward. Absolutely. So and that's how you grow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening, as always. Uh, yeah, it's been, I love this. This was a great one. I really loved yeah. it. So, thank you for listening again. And yeah, we'll catch you next time.